And welcome to this episode of the Dodger and Trash Show. Uh, Trash is not here right now. I'm not sure where he is. He might be busy celebrating uh, Valentine's Day with his family. Um, but uh, I'm here, and uh, OBG All Ball Game is here. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you doing today, good sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about this. Oh well, I, I'm doing well. Good, good. I, I you know, it, I, I don't even know if I'm excited. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not excited to do this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I'm very excited to do this podcast today. I've been looking forward to this. Uh, you're one of the uh, Twitch uh, streamers that I I watch, and I, I it's you know with work being the way it is, I really don't get up as early. Uh, to to watch your streams as much as I would like, but you you are are um, uh, one of the top streamers in my age group. I, I'll just put it that way. And, uh, you, you do a great you. <laughs> you do a great job. You uh, you you um, uh, you have uh, a lot of uh, uh, people that follow you, and they've uh, actually become my friends. I mean. You got Nolan. You've got uh, Wardy, uh, um, uh, Seth. A uh, lot of good people there uh, in in your uh, channel there. Um, so, uh, tell me uh, about how uh, you got into teaching. Uh, some people may or may not know that you're uh, you're an English teacher. I am. Um... Well, let me go all the way back to the beginning then, if you don't mind. Sure. I was actually a math teacher for 22 years. Mm-hmm. I was a math teacher. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I went to college to be a, a weatherman, but I quickly switched to math education um, because I saw what the other teaching uh, major were doing. And I was like, man, I, I really like that. I like school. I want to get back into that. So um, I switched over, became a math teacher, did that for a long time. But I always had a passion for writing, and uh, I kind of wanted to um, interact with kids in a different way. Uh, when you're doing math, there's not a lot of room to talk about things other than math. Mm-hmm. So when I moved over to English, that gives you a lot more opportunities to talk to kids about, geez, about anything. Because mm-hmm. um, when you're talking about books and writing, there's all that room. So, yeah, I've been a teacher for 26 years now. Um Wow. In eighth grade, and I, I love it. I love it. Now, uh, I, I know uh, I've t- talked about this before I- in your chat, but uh, I mean, you got uh, uh, teenagers that age; they're just they're just full with uh, hormones and energy. Uh, how, how do you how do you uh, redirect them when when things are getting a little out of control there? Um, there's a few things and, and you're, you're exactly right. Especially seventh and eighth grade, man, they are the hormones and all those changes are like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're happening right there. So, um, like the, as far as redirecting goes, like you, you need to, first of all, you need to understand that you have to give them a little bit of leeway because mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to sit still and you have to give them opportunities to move and talk to each other. Cause oh. I mean that's what a middle school is supposed to be. It's a social, it's a social experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's in the definition of middle school. Um, but from the teacher, like I think the teacher makes the weather in the room. 
um, not to go back to a weather analogy, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, just uh, not taking myself too seriously because if you take yourself too seriously in a middle school, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. So when I come in with that attitude, first off, um, that's helpful. But, uh, you know, letting them be themselves, but then bringing them back, you, you know, you have to create a, a an environment where they respect you and you know that uh, they know that you care about them. And, and once you get there, um, you know, I have great kids. It's easy to bring them back to whatever we're doing. Mm. But but you're right. Um, you got to approach it the right way at that age because with their hormones, it, it's difficult to appeal to them in, in, in too many different ways. You got to you got to meet them halfway at least, probably yeah. further. Right. And uh, I w- was at one time a substitute teacher, and I would do uh, all the way from kindergarten to to high school. And uh, God the- bless you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the hardest for me was was the middle school, though, uh, because uh, of of the the energy and and uh, the the hormones and stuff. But uh, you know, I I found it very rewarding, and that's why I I really wanted to get into teaching. And you mentioned uh, that you uh, wanted to be a math teacher. Well, I wanted to be a math teacher too, but. Uh, uh, Precalculus cured me of that. I mean, everything just started going over my head, and uh, yeah, I get that. But uh, the one thing I I, I have um, memorized, and I don't think it'll ever leave me, is the quadratic formula, which is x equals negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus four ac over two a. <sighs> okay, bingo, bingo, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and you said you got to spit that out every once in a while. Oh, oh, you, and you know where I work at. Uh, I, I, pretty much uh, palletize uh, boxes of sausages, hot dogs, or whatever. And whenever I'm figuring out how many how many cases we've done and stuff, uh, and I have a marker there, and I, I like to little write that little equation on, on the cardboard just to impress people and blow people's minds. Uh, so, just kind of. Just kind of flex on them a little bit. Um, so, you mentioned uh, you have a passion for writing. Uh, uh, you you are a a published author, and uh, uh, it, it, you just have uh, the one book. And, and tell us about that book, if you would, please. Sure, um, I do. I self published a book on Amazon. Um, it's it's my only book uh, that's out there. Uh, it's fiction. Um, it took me probably about, uh, 20 some odd years to write. If you really consider the original idea when I was in college, really all the way through to the end, um, the original, like, can I tell you a little bit about the story? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the original story was a short story and it was about a kid who was 18 and he was about to play his last baseball game. He wasn't going to go to college and play. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like American Legion or something, and this was it. He had mm-hmm. his uniform laid out. This kid loved to play, but he wasn't the greatest player or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the game gets rained out, and he's crushed. They're not going to make it up because it was the last game of the season. They just said, you know what, that's all. Mm-hmm. So he puts his uniform on in the rain, and he goes, and he plays the game by himself, like just pantomiming everything. And his parents go watch him and they figure out what he's doing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's kind of an emotional thing. So I wrote that story and it was terrible because I wasn't very good at writing. And 
every once in a while, like every few years, I would get the urge to write and I would like start a novel and I'd get a few chapters in, 10 chapters in one time. And then I'd like write myself into a corner. I'm like, man, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm a math guy. I don't like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. So I started to do some research and, you know, the internet is a wonderful thing. I found websites that could really help me formulate the story and learn how to put together chapters and, and, um, one night like one july night it just like the whole story just hit me and i sat down with a spiral notebook and i just wrote and like each page i just wrote like the synopsis of the chapters like boom 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 mm -hmm. and from that i made index cards and from the index cards i sat down after school every day for like from i don't know august through almost christmas and i wrote a chapter and it ended up being an, an 87 chapter book about um, short little chapter, so by the way, mm -hmm. about a kid who does something that he feels really embarrassed about when he was 18 and he disappears. He just disappears for a while, but um, he gets called back to his family's property. Um, they have a baseball field on their property in a restaurant, and he gets called back because he needs to help the family save the property and all that. And there's a lot of baseball, and there's a love story, and there's family stuff. And uh, so it took me, like, from age 22 to, like, 42 to write it. it took forever. And uh, now I can say I'm a published author. I have a book sitting there on Amazon for anybody to buy. Oh, that's great. Uh, and... I know, I'm sure there are other authors out there. I mean, it's taken them uh, 10, uh, 5, five, ten, fifteen years to to publish their their books too. Uh, to you know, get it all compiled. Um, where where are you originally from? Because I I know you live in in Pennsylvania right now, but I see that uh, Don Mattingly jersey hanging behind you. <laughs> uh, so Absolutely. Yeah, where where are you originally from? I grew up in northern New Jersey, actually, mm. if you can visualize this, to the to the northwest of New York City. Oh. But I could drive to certain places in my area and actually see the skyline of New York City. So it would take me half hour, 45 minutes to drive to Yankee Stadium, um, mm. you know, when I was in high school and college to see games. So I'm a, I'm a new, I grew up in the New York City area. I'm a big New York sports fan, you know, mm. including the Yankees, of course. And Don Mattingly was my hero growing up in the 80s. So, originally from there, came to college in Pennsylvania and kind of landed out here. Oh, nice. Uh, I know one of, the, one of the memories I have uh, when I went back east to, uh, to visit my aunt uh, who lived in Jersey, I believe it was Patterson, uh, was uh, driving by the old Yankee Stadium. And uh, that was a thrill for me because uh, I've, I've always been a, a baseball nut uh, since I was a little kid and and uh, that was one of the stadiums. I mean, you can't get any more iconic than than the old Yankee right. Stadium. Uh, so, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a, there's actually a couple stadiums that I remember uh, going by. I remember going by the old Kaufman uh, Stadium. Uh, I, I've been to the uh, uh, Candlestick Park, uh, of course, Dodger Stadium, uh, and Angel right. Stadium. Uh, what other stadiums have I, have I seen? I can't remember. Oh, I, I uh, went by the old uh, uh, Turner Field uh, uh, when I was on a bus in in uh, Atlanta. But that's a time. That's a story for another time. Um, so, um, 
how did you get into streaming by chance? So, um, I guess it was two or three springs ago now. I can't even remember how long I've been doing this. But um, I was starting to play the show. Mm-hmm. And I had only played, like, Road to the Show. And I wanted to move over to Diamond Dynasty. and But I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, you know, how can I find some information? So I went on to Twitch. And I'm like, let me watch other people play and mm-hmm. get in chat and ask questions. And I saw what people were doing. And, like, I expected, you know, somebody playing a video game and people watching, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what a lot of people think I do. Like, oh, they just watch you play video games? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, not really. I mean, they do, but there's a lot more going on there. And I saw a lot of people. And I was like, wow, they are putting on a show. This is Mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I could name a lot of people. But I'll name Daddy Dimu because he puts on such a show. And... Like, I could never hope to, nor do I think I am anything like Daddy Dimu. But when I saw that, I was like, wow, look at those screens. Mm-hmm. Look at, like, how are they in there? But they, I don't see their background. It's just them. Like, I didn't know about green screens. But I was like, wow, that looks like fun. Mm-hmm. I want to try and do that myself. And from there, I started on, like, Facebook for a little bit. Because I was like, I'm going to stream on Facebook because I have a lot of friends. But I quickly realized, you got to get on Twitch because that's where it's happening. Mm-hmm. And... I moved over and started and, and slowly built my my community. and uh, But that that's how it started. I was like, wow, that looks like fun. I was inspired. I was inspired by some people. Yeah. Uh, Daddy Dimu maybe the most, but, but lots of people. Lots of people. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, Daddy Dimu is great. And I, I don't understand how he does all of the little screens and, and stuff. I, I'm just in awe. Uh, when I watch right. him, um, and if if I were to stream on Facebook, I I don't think any of my friends would be interested in it. I, I <laughs> that's why I I don't really promote. Name. <laughs> yeah, I don't really promote my 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 channel, my my handle, uh, my yeah. I don't really promote that at all on 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 Facebook because uh, the the my friends. Are, don't really get into video games. I mean, they're around my age. People like my brothers, my, my older brother. Uh, he's a, uh, I think he's still a prison guard up in California. And he, yeah, no, no one has any uh, uh, interest in in MLB the Show except for me, of course. Right. Um, <laughs> now, um, so uh, how did kids? Kids in your classroom uh, react when when uh, they heard you were streaming on Twitch. I know I know some of them have uh, kind of trolled you a little bit in chat, but uh, did, did they seem to uh, you know be okay with that? So yeah, it's kind of funny, really, their reaction. Um, so the the you know it was a it's a couple of school years ago now, so that the the first kids found out. And um, first of all, let me say, like, I felt like I had to be careful to not tell them myself. Mm-hmm. I figured they would find out eventually, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to tell them myself because, you know, there's there's monetization and there's, you know, people say all kinds of outlandish stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure they found it on their own, not because I, like, lured them in there or anything. But when they did find out, um, 
first of all, it's like disbelief. Like, no, you're like 50 years old. You don't stream. You don't, you know, blah, blah. I was like, I, I'm telling you, they're right. I do. I have a stream, you know, and um, I thought they would be there all the time, if not simply just to make fun of me or bust my chops in chat. But they're very, they're, they're very, like, very calm about it. And one kid, the first year, one kid came and he watched for a while. And then he like emailed me at school and he's like, please don't tell anybody that I was there. I'm, I'm embarrassed. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder, like, I, I couldn't understand why. And, and it wasn't like he wasn't criticizing me. He just felt embarrassed that he went to watch his teacher or something. Or maybe it was me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But he was genuinely so like they haven't flocked to it. Kids will show up. Um, I know there's a few. There's a student I had a couple of years ago, and he stops in every once in a while to say hi and, and see how I'm doing and tell me how he's doing, which is really, really cool. But, um, yeah, it, it's not filled with my students like I thought it might be. Like mm. I thought it might be. Yeah, uh, when, you, when you told me about the, the uh, student who said he was embarrassed, it actually reminds me of a – of a, a girlfriend I had in high school who wanted to keep our relationship secret because she didn't want to be embarrassed when people found out she was dating me. So well, yeah, it could be exactly the same thing, Dodger man. Yeah, and 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 now we're we're all friends. So that you know, she said, "Oh, I was you know I was a stupid kid back then," and you know, so um, anyway, weren't uh, we all? Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and I tell you what, um, I. Uh, tell me how uh, how you met your wife. I that is one thing that I've always wondered uh, because I don't. Uh, some people choose to keep their spouses out of the you know out of the picture and stuff, and some people bring them in. I know I've seen Jugsy uh, bring his wife in uh, on occasion, uh, but there I have not seen no uh, any um, Mrs. Old Ball game. Uh, how did you two meet? Uh, since this is Valentine's Day, she's a she's a busy, busy person. Um, we met in college, actually, right away, freshman year, and um, uh, at orientation. Believe it or not, we weren't even in college yet, and we met, and it just kind of the the relationship just sort of flourished from there. Mm -hmm. But um, she's a volleyball coach, and she she's a teacher also. And she keeps, um, like, as much as I sit in this chair right here and do a lot of things, she is up and around and doing stuff. Um, COVID and all that has slowed things down a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, her high school volleyball team, they won the state championship this year back in the fall. Oh, wow. So um, she was very busy with that. And the uh, junior high season is in the spring so she'll be coaching younger kids and like i said she tutors she's 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 very busy so like i said as much as i am sedentary doing all my stuff playing games and streaming and being on the computer she is up and about and running and 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 doing all kinds of stuff she likes to stay busy like that so oh um, wow we do have those two lanes sort of <laughs> yeah, that, so that's uh, that, that's the story with that. That's great. How did how did she react when you uh, came to her and said, you know, this is this is this is my idea. This is what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to stream this, and people are going to watch me play MLB the Show. Uh, how did she react to that? Because my wife still doesn't see 
what the what the uh, what the allure is, what what the big deal is. Right. I I'm not sure if she sees what the allure of big deal is, but she has always been incredibly supportive of whatever I was going to do. Like when I said, um, "Hey, I want to you know I want to try that," she's like, "Good, go for it." And um, you know, it, it, as you know, as a streamer and a computer guy, it's not inexpensive. Like it's not free. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you know cost money and and whatever. And she's been entirely supportive of that. Um, since I started doing it, I think she was happy probably that I found something that I, that I wanted to do and I was going to be passionate about. And, um, yeah. So, uh, I can't say that she probably doesn't think in her head, like, gosh, that, that guy plays video games, you know, 19 hours of the day, but she has never, ever, like she gave me this whole room. This is a, an office that, you know, I can devote to that. So she's been, a thousand percent supportive of this always which which i'm grateful for and i'm lucky i'm lucky because i don't think that's always the case for people right Um, now my kids are grown too which helps i see a lot of people have to like um kind of balance their time with little kids and all of that so i i don't have to worry about that as much but uh you know it's been a great hobby for me um yeah in my in my midlife here and and i had and my wife has been to get back to the question 100 percent supportive 100 percent. that's great i mean my wife has, has been the same too i mean she she doesn't understand uh uh why people would watch another person play video games but i think it's it, the same could be said of, of uh golf on tv you know wherever there's an audience you know uh i mean there's there's going to be or wherever there's uh, somebody's going to watch anything it doesn't matter you I, I used to watch bowling on tv which some people might Absolutely. find the the most boring thing ever but uh i always feel like you know if i watch something I'll, i can learn from that you know i used to learn uh you know when I, I i used to be a pretty good bowler back in the day and I used to learn uh the professional bowlers and uh, how they approach certain shots and stuff and the the same is uh, with uh, MLB the Show. However, every time I watch Coogs, he just makes everything look so easy. And when I play, I I, I can't I can't do it. I I mean my hit my hitting just lately just sucks. And I I can I'll I'll, I'll fill you in on a little something. Um, uh, I th- I believe it was last year. And I can't remember exactly when uh, uh, you were doing your uh, old ball games uh, uh, thing. I think your old ball uh, OBG season. Uh, and yeah, I might be butchering that. I don't know. Maybe I got it right. But uh, you were playing followers. You know, you had to was it fifty thousand beards to 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 play you? I think. So. Uh, um, but- you broke up on a little a little bit on me there, but I think you want me to talk about OB games, my my viewer games. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think um, the yeah the OB games. Uh, uh, I uh, I think it was like last year. I, I it was the last time I played you. Okay. And and I won that game barely. 
And I think that's why I'm, I haven't played you since, is because I wanted to go ahead on that high note. I'm like, <laughs> if I play you again and I lose, then then it's like I'm going to be so I'm going to feel so defeated. But it's like, well, now I'm I'm like mic drop. I'm on I, I'm on a high note. But I You're I the champ. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I would like to try maybe one more time and hopefully I don't know that sting of of when I played you that one time and Ken Griffey Jr. Hit that home run to to center field uh, uh, to to walk it off when I had the lead in the ninth. It was a sixth inning or ninth inning. I don't remember how long. Yeah, I think you play your six inning games for your OB games. Um, we played. I had it back then. It was probably five innings. Five innings. I tried to keep it five innings to keep it manageable. That's right. Yeah, but I I'm still a little. <sighs> Yeah, that that uh, Ken Griffey Jr. home runs. I, I I'll never forget that one. That smarted. But um, anyway, I, sorry, I, I'm not answering. You're you're running in and out a little bit on me here. Running. Oh shoot. Um, yeah, it's okay. I I just um, I'm I'm still a little smarting after that Ken Griffey Jr. home run that when you walked it off on me and oh, and I had the okay, lead. I got you. I had the lead in the in the fifth inning there. Oh my gosh. That was a hell of a game, though. Um, yeah, uh, that's a that's another thing too. Uh, I think with, since I've been working uh, all these long hours, and I've been away from the game uh, for so long, I I, I feel like I, I'm just rusty, and my PCI placement isn't as good as it used to be, and I just need to to work right. on that. Uh, is is do you ever feel uh, like? You're just struggling in the game, and uh, how do you get the motivation to play the game when you're like that? Oh, man, I, I get that a lot. I mean, it, it feels like it mimicked real life to me so much, thinking back to hitting. Mm -hmm. um, like, hitting for me was such a confidence thing. Like, if I felt confident, um, I was good. But if I ever lost my confidence, man, I couldn't even see the ball. And it's like the same thing in MLB The Show. Mm -hmm. But I love the challenge. So, and I love I love to play. I love to compete. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like losing, but I don't mind losing because I'm competing. So that's what keeps bringing me back all the time. It always brings me back to um, to play and to try and get better. Uh, yeah. But I, I have those. I was just thinking today, man. I have to check my brain. I have to take some vitamins or something because my reactions are so slow. I see the pitch and I want to hit it, and bam, it's in the glove, and I'm swinging. And I look at the at the, uh, you know, the the pitch thing, the the where it tells you how your how your swing was, and it's like very late. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh man, I saw the pitch. What happened to me? Then I have to remind myself I'm going to turn 49 next, you know, later this month. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just my my reactions are slowing down. It's just that's just life. Oh, don't tell me that because I'm 52, <laughs> and I'm thinking oh. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking to myself, you, you know, when when I get a fastball and it says I'm late, I'm like I can't hit the button any faster than that. So I don't know exactly what can I do. I was looking at it with a fastball. I know. I feel you. I yeah. feel you. I I think there's got to be like some sort of slider that they need to put in the game. Uh, as like a handicap for us older guys uh, and to kind of, you know, even the playing yeah. field a little bit. Uh, anyway, I see Trash has joined us. Welcome, Trash. We missed you, buddy. Hi. Hello, Trash. 
Hi. My bad, y'all. No, that's okay. That's okay. I was like, uh, maybe maybe he's spending time with his family for Valentine's Day. Um, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad you're here. Uh, uh, we, uh, 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 OBG was just uh, kind of telling us about his book and, and his uh, experience with uh, the show and, and teaching. Um, uh is have you uh, uh, been into uh, OBG's chat? Have you uh, are you following him? Oh, uh, possibly. I'll even double check. If not, I'll hit that follow button. Yeah, um, I I would like to see uh, you guys play in one of the OB games. I think uh, I think that would be a good test for you, uh, OB. Um, um, I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would. Uh, and and you know, here here's I, I I have a question, and I know some people call you by your first name, and then some people I don't know is is that something like that's I I feel like that's kind of taboo a little bit uh, to call somebody by their first name. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I I've seen some people called trash by his first name, and I I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's disrespectful or is that okay well here's what i thought about that like um you know having a having a twitch username or whatever you would call it a handle sort of gives you the ability to to somewhat be anonymous as anonymous as you want to be like i know you as dodger man that's all i I don't know i don't know your name and and that's fine um but when i advertise my book people are going to go look at it and they're going to see my name yeah and Students are going to come in to my chat sometimes, and they're going to know my last name, and they're going to know my first name. They know they know what my name is. So I figured, you know what, people are going to know that. And then, you know, if people share their first name with me, um, I try to remember it so that when I see it, when I see their screen name come up, or a handle, whatever you call it, um, I try to use that first name because I think it, uh, you know, it shows that I remember them and th- and that I appreciate the fact that they're coming back. Mm-hmm. But um, if somebody never shared their first name with me and I didn't know it, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd be fine. I would just call them by, uh, you know, their Twitter name or their Twitch name, yeah. which is fine too. But I do understand what you mean about the taboo part of it. So if people don't share it, I'm not going to go seeking it out. I'll just call them by their their Twitch name, and that's fine with me. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm c- kind of paranoid in this cancel culture or cancel culture that we live in, uh, where uh, uh, people uh, know other people's real names and then they look them up and they. Not that I have anything to hide or anything like that. I just know that. Uh, 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 I mean, we all have different ideas, different beliefs, and that's fine. Uh, I don't think anybody should should be uh, uh, lectured or um, um, chastised o- over what what they think and believe. Uh, I, I think that you know we could have an open discourse about stuff, and uh, uh, but uh, I don't know. I I. I I, I I actually have a few friends of mine on on Facebook from the MLB the, uh, community, and they all know me and and you know uh, we all get along and stuff. So maybe I'm just being paranoid over nothing. I I actually yeah, my wife will tell me that I am the world's biggest worry wart. I worry about 
everything. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know what I'm worried about. Well, you about. don't know. Like, you don't, you don't always know when somebody comes into the chat. Um, you don't always know who they are or what they're trying to do. Oh, man, what was the name of that baseball player? Um, there, I can't remember his name, but some dude came in pretending to be this guy. He played for the Pirates, and he played for – he was a name that baseball fans would know. I remember that. I Do you remember, remember? I remember that. I was in your chat that day, I believe. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. That's cool. Let's talk. And, you know, I felt good that there was this major leaguer who was in my chat. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, we're playing a baseball game. This will be fun to talk to this guy. Mm -hmm. And um, because the guys who really are real baseball players that you know they stream and you see their face, they're great to talk to. Those guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. But this guy was, he was just lying. And we, and we figured it out as he went to other, he went to other streams. And people told me like, hey, I know this guy was in yours. You know, he was not who he said he was. I wish I could remember who he was impersonating. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, so I guess what I'm saying is, the, you know, the fact that you worry about that a little bit, I could see why. I, people can get some information and do any any number of things. I, I think it was Jordy Mercer. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Well done. Thank you very much. I mean, I, I, I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I can remember that, which is crazy. Right. Well, priorities, priorities, <laughs> priorities. Right. Um, so, uh, Trash and I like to ask our guests uh, who they thought was the the biggest surprise of their favorite team, and who was the biggest disappointment of their favorite team. So, who would be the biggest surprise of your your beloved New York Yankees, and who would be the the biggest disappointment of last season? All right, so biggest surprise, biggest disappointment. I would say right now the biggest – let me start with biggest disappointment um, is probably Gary Sanchez. Mm -hmm. um, he has a, a beautiful swing, and I think he's worked on his defense some. Mm -hmm. But um, were it not for Luke Voigt, he'd probably be moved out to first base by now because he is just – he is um, – He's not great back there. But if he hit the ball the way he can hit the ball, and last season, and it's hard to judge somebody on last season. They didn't start till July and all that. Yeah. But he, he was just, I was just reading about it, his numbers. He was way down. But the year before that, he was really good. Mm -hmm. But he's been a disappointment. I'd like, I'd like to see somebody like that who's been in the Yankees organization for a long time. Um, yeah. I, I would like to see somebody like him be more of a leader. And I don't feel like he always hustles. I don't feel like his attitude is always where it needs to be. I think he's improved, mm -hmm. but he, he's been a disappointment to me so far. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't a Yankee in the next couple of years, which would be a shame because he does. Of all these young guys, he might have the most beautiful swing. He hits the ball so darn hard. Mm -hmm. um, surpri surprise. I'm going to say Clint Frazier. Now, I know that he came over um, as a pretty heralded prospect and all that, but I went to see him at uh, the Yankees AAA is up in Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, which is just just up the highway for me a couple hours. Mm -hmm. So um, not, not difficult for me to get to. And I saw him in AAA, and I was watching him in the batter's box, and I was like, man, this guy's feet are all over the place. He's not comfortable. He's not going to hit. But I look at that bat. His swing is so quick. He has such a quick, compact swing. But 
he really started to come around last year and he was hitting home runs mm-hmm. and um he plays hard he kind of reminds me of um bryce harper the way he sort of leaves it all out there so i'd say he's a he's been a surprise i think um he's going to get a shot in left field this year and i i think he's going to become maybe an all-star for the yankees which is exciting yeah, and they, uh, there's a lot to look forward to if you're a Yankee fan because they have this young kid, I can't remember his name, but he's 17 years old and he is just built like a oh. Mack truck. Yeah, um, do you, you remember Based his... in something. Yeah. Dominguez. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, that he is. He looks like he might be Superman. He might just be... The best baseball player ever. If you just just by looking at him, just by looking at him, you know a lot happens by the time they get up to the majors. But mm. right now, man, he looks incredible. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? What position he plays? I f- I feel like he's a. Is he a center fielder or a shortstop or something? He's something up the middle. I think, I think he's an outfielder. Yeah. Not gonna be specific. Yeah. I. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, he. I I watched uh, a little something uh, of him and and at the batting cage at Yankee Stadium. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, yeah, I uh, I was amazed. Um, now uh, I know Brian Cashman has called out uh, Gary Sanchez uh, uh, publicly. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. I think Gary Sanchez did deserve it. Uh, uh, do you, Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? And uh, do you you are you on uh, the uh, side of uh, of uh, Brian Cashman? Um, I, I I I'm not sure of the quote exactly what Cashman said, but um, yeah, let me see if I can find that. Real I think quick. you have to be careful with that. I think you have to be careful when you're the GM. He's been the Yankees GM for like 23 years now, though. How how incredible is that? Yeah, that to me blows my mind, Cashman, that he's lasted in that role with this team that long. But um, I'm I'm wondering if he's not if he's like that's his last his last gasp here to try and get Sanchez to wake up. Maybe he said, "All right, I'm going to speak out publicly um, about him." So I, I might agree with with Cashman's message. I might not agree with how he um, delivered it. Yeah, but uh, I think I understand why. Yeah, uh, the the issue was uh, uh, Gary Sanchez kind of spoke out about being benched, and he wasn't happy about it. But uh, uh, oh, Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Cashman said it was just pretty much it's self awareness at that point. I mean, if you're not playing well, you right. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think Cashman's right. Um, and to to connect this to uh, to MLB the show, uh, Higgy, you know, the catcher who came in for him, mm-hmm. um, Kyle, he had he had such a good run there that he ended up with a tops now card that is fire in the game. So. Um, you know the Yankees went with the hot hand there, and if if Sanchez wants to not get benched, then then hit the ball. You know he's got to understand that when uh, I, I can't pronounce his last name off the you know yeah Higgishiawa. Hig- yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, Hig- Higgy's good, probably. Higgy's I think he goes good. By Higgy. Yeah, but when that guy's playing like that, you gotta 
you got to realize that you got to go with the hot hand. And if he wants to be in there, then be the guy with the hot hand. You got to understand that. You got to have some self awareness. Yeah, I think I agree with Cashman. Yeah, um, and it, it was. It, I mean, I'm 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 a Dodger fan, of course, but uh, I I respect Gary Sanchez. I I I uh, you know wish him all the success in the world. It was so sad to see him start as a gold was he started out as a gold i think in the game and then he went all the way back down to like bronze uh, so uh yeah. yeah that was i yeah talk about the rise and fall of someone um right. and there's uh, still that 87 there's still that 87 player of the month card i think it's an 87 or an 85 for a couple of years ago that people still use because um, it's such a it's such a glitchy card, and it's only an eighty-seven, so mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't hurt your rating if you're trying to put together a, uh, um, uh, what's that called, an event team or something like that. Yeah. So you, we know the potential. We know the potential, and he, he you know, on, at this point, he's kind of disappointing. And, and that card was was a staple in my uh, uh, Diamond Dynasty squad for so long. Uh, I can't remember. Who replaced him? Uh, but yeah, I, I, I used to uh, do pretty well with that Gary Sanchez card. He hit some clutch homers for me. Uh, but uh, let's see. Um, it definitely uh, played above its rating. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so are you uh, doing your OB games again? Uh, are they starting back up? Or are you uh, kind of taking a break until uh, MLB? 21 comes out um we are we are still doing it um one thing i noticed like there's an ebb and flow with that mm-hmm. when i first started doing it there were a lot of people coming to play now you know i have um i have my regulars and like just just this past week um and and this is not complaining i'm just talking about how this you know how this all works like i just had two people and i played them three times each so I said to myself, um, you know, the, the allure of this is wearing off. So I, I changed it. We're going to try this week six inning games. And if you redeem an OB game, you get to pick the theme. You get to pick the stadium. You want to be home. You want to be away. So, like, um, if they wanted, if you came in and you wanted to say, okay, we're going to do Dodgers versus yankees then you would have a dodgers team i would quickly make up a yankees team and we would play so i I have to try to keep it um keep it fresh when i first started doing it um i think it was back in it may i don't think it was 18 it was probably mlb the show 19 Mm -hmm. i did it every stream every stream was viewer games but now um you know i reduced it because when you, when you flood the market with it, it just quickly wears itself out. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to come play me, you know, every 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 other day or whatever. So now it's just one day, and I think even that got kind of stale. So I'm going to try this thing with the themes, you know. And if that doesn't work, I'll I'll try something else. But I, I do like there are a lot of my viewers who like to do it. So um, I have such a great community that come and support me, uh, despite all my flubbing around. <laughs> uh, with my play that I, I like to give them that opportunity to play on screen and, and whatever, cause they seem to like it. So that's starting this Wednesday. That's what I'm going to try and do. Give them the chance to create the, the theme for the teams and, and see how that goes. Okay. I will be there cause I am on vacation this, all this uh, week. So yeah, I will be there. Um, 
Well, twelve fifteen your time. Twelve fifteen my time. No, it's one fifteen. Yeah, one fifteen your time. I always I, I have to remind myself that you're not in Los Angeles. I know, right? I I, I have to remind myself that every time I look <laughs> out the window uh, and see snow. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping. Oh my gosh, I am hoping uh, to make it to a game this year. I I I've taken. Uh, I'm taking two weeks of vacation, and we can't take them together where I work at. So I'm taking this week off, and I'm taking a week off in June. And the the week in June, the Dodgers are playing the Phillies at home. And I have a friend of mine who uh, that I work with, or, or used to work with. He's in a, he transferred to a different department now. But uh, he's a big Phillies fan. And he's going to be so jealous if I get to go to that game, and uh, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see how how uh, the season goes. Hopefully, um, uh, we don't have any more flare ups, and uh, we can start returning to a normal life. Um, right. But yeah, quote unquote, quote unquote. Um, so, <clears throat> how how long do you think you're going to be? Streaming is this something that that you know you're just going to be doing until like you're 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 seventy eighty years old or uh, you're still having fun doing Gosh. that obviously. It's such a good question. Like I think back, like I played video games growing up, and then there was a period of time where it kind of stopped. Um, but since since like the PS2, I've had a I had a PlayStation two. I had an Xbox 360, I had a PS4, now I have a PS5. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you're going to be 50 years old and you're still doing this. And I say that to people and I say, you know, like, what's wrong with me? And, they're, and the, the people are, are good. They're like, there's nothing wrong with you. That's what you like doing, so mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, as long as people keep coming to see me and I have that community that comes in and requests songs and wants to chat with me and watch me play, um, I, I feel like people are, I feel like, the people in my community are, are friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And it's been especially that way during um, during the pandemic when you're not really able to go a lot of places. Um, Twitch has been a place to, to quote-unquote go and and meet people. I've, I've gotten to know a lot of people um, during this time. And so I, I could see myself continuing to, to do this. I don't know if my skills are going to diminish to the point where... You know, I have to do something more like Civilization or something where it's like role-based because I just get so bad at MLB The Show. But um, I'm going to keep going, I think. I'm having fun. Like yeah. you said, I'm having fun still. So why not keep doing it? That's right. And I, and I think Twitch is such a great platform for kind of bridging this generation gap that we have. I mean, uh, like with, with me and Trash, who else has a podcast where where there's like an age difference of like thirty some years or so, I mean, I I I I just think it's great. You know, you see, uh, actually, there's even a, a Twitch streamer that's even older than both of us. Uh, he I, I can't remember the name he goes by, yeah. uh, but he's like 60, 60 some years old, and he's still playing MLB the Show. Uh, oh. Yeah, I yeah. if I if I'm sure if I if I look long enough, 
I I can I can find him on because I actually sent him a, a DM, and uh, uh, let's see, da, da, da. I I hate to have dead air, but uh, it, it, do you have any questions, Trash? I don't want to exclude you, dude. I want you to try out your new microphone and flex a little bit. I'm just kind of. <laughs> yeah, so since I'm kind of got a late start, I guess um, I guess we'll start basic since I don't know anything. Just like favorite team, anything that you can think off top of head about yourself. Let me know. Let me learn about you. Basically, is what I'm asking you right now. Tell me anything and everything right now. All right, I am a life lifelong New York Yankees fan and all New York sports. New York Giants. Um, I'll even admit I'm a New York Knicks fan. Um, uh, I, I've always loved video games. Trash from the time I was, I had it. I started on in television. I don't even know if you know what that is, but it was like there was Atari, and then after that there was in television. Mm -hmm. And I started playing video games back then. And um, I played baseball, the baseball game, which was, you know, basically stick figures out there. But I used to use baseball cards to make batting lineups, and it's amazing to me now how the show. Um, basically is that. It's what I imagined all the way back then with something like Atari, like that level, and now the cards are in the game. So, like, it's amazing to me, but I've spanned all that time. But I'm also a middle school English teacher, um, and these are the big things I do. I stream, I play video games, especially MLB The Show, and uh, I'm a teacher. So th that's... I have two daughters in college, so, uh, you know, that's pretty much what I'm all about. So let me ask you this: As a New York Giants fan, how how difficult has the last oh what six seven eight years been for you? I mean, uh, I mean they they've definitely had their struggles of late. Yeah, so they they beat New England in the Super Bowl. That may have been twenty twelve, and since that happened, since that second time they beat New England. And Tom Brady, I love saying that, beat New England and Tom Brady mm -hmm. for the second time in the Super Bowl. It's been like downhill. Mm -hmm. It's been downhill. So um, it's been a little tough, but, you know, in, in professional sports nowadays, if you are like kind of good, like six and 10, seven and nine, you sort of get stuck in the middle there because you don't get any of the high draft picks. You don't get any of those players that are like transformational for your team. Um, so when they went really bad and ended up with um, uh, Saquon Barkley a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? It's terrible that we were three and thirteen or whatever it was, but it's pretty cool that we got him. Um, but now, like, I'm done with it. I I'm done with being that bad. I'm like, all right, let's challenge for a playoff spot because mm -hmm. um, we have Saquon Barkley. The defense has become really improved. And um, I think Daniel Jones is going to be good. I know a lot of people don't think he's very good, but I think he's going to be pretty good. So now I'm ready. I'm done with that. Mm -hmm. So to, to your question, it was okay for a little bit because I knew we were in a rebuild and I had seen two Super Bowls in, you know, in a re reasonable amount of time, but I'm done with it now. Now I'm ready for them to come back and be a, a good team that's at the top of the NFC East again for a while. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, I can't even remember the name of the the new york giants head coach they just have this revolving door uh of coaches and i can't keep track of them anymore uh right, right now it's joe judge joe judge uh, 
So here yeah, he he was from the uh, relatively unknown. Really, he was out of the uh, Belichick tree. So, but he's been good. I, I like him. I think he's I think he's going to be their coach for a while. So your 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 biggest memory of that 2012 Super Bowl has to be that amazing catch. And I can't remember. Maybe you remember the the name of the receiver uh, that caught that. It, that he he caught it off of his helmet. Or, or held the ball uh, by pressing it up against his helmet. That that was actually the 2007 one. 2007. The one. helmet catch. That's was right. Was 2007 the, the first time they beat them. Um, That's right. What the heck was his name? Uh, uh, I think it's David. I, I should know it. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Tyree. Uh, David Tyree. Tyree. Yeah, yeah. That was mm-hmm. but. That, in the twenty, the reason you're probably the reason you're probably thinking it was twenty twelve was because there was another amazing catch. Do you remember Mario Manningham? Yes, I think he was out of maybe Michigan. Yeah, that sideline catch. He made catch. a catch on the sideline. Yes, sideline catch and that throw. It, like Eli got them out of their deep in their own end, and that catch on the sideline was just unbelievable. That's, so that's probably why you're putting those two together. That's because there right. was an amazing throw and catch in both. That that is exactly right. Yeah, that's why I'm putting the two together. I I I still cannot yep, believe that catch. That was just incredible. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, well, I. You know what? I I think I I have pretty much uh, run out of everything to talk about. I uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything uh, maybe you would like to ask uh, OBG before we go? Any questions you Not might really. have? I mean, since you're a Giants fan, I, I I'll try not to shit on you. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> NFL draft related this coming draft for the Giants draft I lost you a little bit yeah I lost I, too. I think the Giants are going I, I think the Giants in the draft this year are going to be looking for receivers Thank receivers you. receivers receivers um, there's also this tight end I'm not going to come up with his name but there's a tight end from Florida who is like 6'6 six, six. yeah and incredibly athletic um I could see them grabbing him. Uh, I still think they need some help on the offensive line, but Jones had no like they, they have good receivers. Like um, Sterling Shepard is a good receiver, but he's not a number one. He's like a slot guy. So I think they need some some number one type dudes to to give Daniel Jones some weapons. So, but I think it's receivers, 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 receivers. Trash. Okay, so with that, anybody that you you're, you in particular are aiming for or hoping they, they draft? Well, I would love it if um, uh, the guy from – and I'm terrible with names and, and, and being live on stream, I'm, I'm definitely not going to uh, be able to come up with it. But the, the Welcome to my Alabama world. Who won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama won, though. There's, there's like, okay, so – I'm just talking Alabama. I think I know who you're talking. Uh, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, or Devontae Smith, how do you say it? Yeah, Devonta um, Smith. Smith is the one I'm okay. thinking of. Um, okay. Trash. Waddle would be great too, but 
Trash is incredible. I mean, the, the dude just knows names and stuff. I mean, that, that's that's why you know, I, I'm I'm the more talkative. I guess I'm the more social person. He, trash is the stats guy. Trash stat. Uh, trash is the stats and names I, guy. I see his. I see his wheels turning. I'm watching him on camera, and I'm talking about that tight end from Florida, and I see him nodding his head because he knows it's Pitts. Yeah. I, I see that he knows, and now he's going through the Alabama wide receiver list, and I know he knows who I'm talking about, so yeah. I'm just going to say whatever, and he's going to fill in the blanks with oh, me. Oh, absolutely. Me. But if they, get, if they could get him, if they could get uh, Devonta Smith or Devonte, um that would be great. That would be the type of number one guy. I know he's kind of skinny and whatever, and that's the sort of – that's the sort of guy they say, oh, he won't make it in the NFL. And then somebody drafts him, and he turns out to be a superstar. So I hope the Giants, are the, I hope he falls to the Giants. That would be great. I think uh, if he can get, if he can get familiar with the team, he'll be fine. So I, I'll leave it at that. I won't get too geeky on you guys, <laughs> <laughs> as it's my specialty with all the stats. And my family calls me like the ESPN analyst I and whatnot. Tell. So. I won't get too geeky. No, I, I, I think that's great. I mean, I'm kind of jealous that, uh, you know, I wish I had all of that information inside my my 52-year-old brain. Um, Me too. What? Uh, just a quick question. Do you, are you still playing uh, that PGA 2K game? I play it a little bit. Um, I think, I don't know what happened with that game, but they seem to have missed they somehow missed the mark with that, and people mm-hmm. are not playing it as much as they thought they might. It, with it being a 2K game now, um, it's difficult. It's challenging, mm-hmm. and, I mean, we got to face it. Like, golf in real life is difficult and challenging, and I think they made the swing as realistic as they could, but I think that may have turned some casual fans off. But I still play it. I play in Spores, uh, Paul Spores. Um, society, they have like societies where you can play in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you know being in their club and playing their tournaments. So I played enough that I play with him, but um, I don't play it as much as I thought I would. I played the earlier iterations of that game much more. Yeah, I, I, it's a beautiful game. It I, really is. I, I have my GameFly thing here, and I I keep forgetting to send it back in the mail. But I I've totally taken out. <laughs> I'm deleting it and. I'm going to send the game back and I'm like, you know what, I'm done because it seemed like to me when you when you uh you you, you know, you hit the button for your backswing and then when you brought it back I I would hit the button but it wouldn't register uh on that contact. It would kind of like go past and then I, I don't know, it just seemed like there was it was like a, I don't know, uh input lag or whatever. It, you want to call it, but it just seemed like very it, complicated game. Very yeah. complicated. Yeah, very complicated. Let's just put it that way. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for uh, this podcast. Big thanks to uh, Old Ball Game for joining us. This was a lot of fun. I, I, I'm I'm glad to have uh, had the pleasure to talk to you, and uh, and um, I will definitely see you on Wednesday. Yeah, that's uh, it's been an honor to be here. I'm I am. Uh, it was a pleasure to talk to both of you. I'm I'm honored to have been on your podcast. So thank you very much for giving this uh, me this opportunity to to run my mouth about myself. I've uh, it's been great. It's been great. Well, it's been great having you. Uh, uh, so from uh, Dodger Man and Old Ball Game and.
Is that Wisconsin internet acting up on him? <laughs> we'll see you next time. Peace, love, and baseball. We're out. <laughs>